guys to the baby bar. Woo! So with every episode, we have to start with a drink. Yes. So today we have something very delicious, delicioso. Very for you exciting. All. And if you can see by our cute little dude in a cute little Tito's jacket, we are drinking Tito's today. This is a very fun drink. So obviously it's orangey pink. It's fun, but um, it's pretty much two shots of Tito in each glass cup whatever you want to do mm -hmm. um and then it is a starburst crystal light almost like a pink starburst crystal light so we poured half a packet in each and then some orange gatorade and honestly hydrating and fun <laughs> i think it's one of those drinks that's so the reason we chose it is because both of those additives are zero calories yeah honestly and so we were like whatever is like something sweet something fun um something i think non-hassle you know like yeah especially with the last episode being like a skinny girl episode like we didn't want to be like okay well all right guys yeah but we uh i think that everybody also needs to make sure that they always uh use those packets like at mm -hmm. the store the packets are so underrated they're so yummy and most of them are zero calories yeah so whatever but if cheers, anything guys. like five cow but like beautiful oh yeah but we had to start early guys today was just one of those days where we had to start early because of why ariel what are we talking about today well we kind of talked about like what was happening um a few episodes ago David was trying to find a house, mm -hmm. and for everybody that did tune into that episode, if not, I'll update you real quick, but he is being slammed by the Dallas DFW housing market right now. Yeah. Um, every offer denied, over offer, offer denied. It's like everything yeah. is... Unless you're like 50 grand over all cash, like sayonara, bitch, yeah, like exactly. you're not getting a Cash, beer. no inspections, full 20% down payment, and it's like, bro, like, just everything, so... Long story short, it got to be a lot. Um, and also, for anybody that doesn't, I guess, know the background, David moved out of his apartment like a month and a half ago. Yeah. And he's been back at his parents' house, and I'm at my parents' house, and yeah. it's like, oh my God. So we both came to this conclusion that we need to get an apartment ASAP. Yeah, um, I mean, I, but I, that wasn't like the conclusion from the get go, right? Like the realness of home buying was that you were gonna buy a home, but then it just ended 100%, up being but the, like a shit show. So the market right now is like the hottest market that Dallas has seen in a while. I mean, it's a hundred percent a seller's market, um, which means seller's market or buyer's market? Because like, or no, no, yeah, seller's market, seller's yeah, yeah, market, yeah, yeah, yeah right, because right. like anybody, who, like I swear to God, you have a box on the side of the road. That bitch will sell for totally. $20,000. <laughs> I am just like, I'm shocked by this. But really what the plan is, is to have a six-month lease and to just um, take it, you know, take it easy for a little bit. We've seen so many houses in just such a short period of time that we said, let's just, you know, pump the brakes. We need to reevaluate, you know, everything. Um, and we just kind of like figure out yourself. Right? Yeah, like, like we've given no attention to our relationship because we're so sidetracked with this house. So, and I feel like the relationship is like the biggest aspect anyway. So like this might be a good thing. And also like for anybody out there, like with an apartment, like if something breaks, they will come and fix it. Like, if if the refrigerator breaks, they will come and fix it. But, like, For with sure. the house, like, it's all on you, big boy. So, like, you're screwed. There's pros and cons. Um, but I would say, like, I was pretty excited about the thought Dude, of a house. I was excited just to claim a bedroom. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, when you're, you know, from a buyer perspective, when you're putting that offer in and it gets denied, 
I mean, it's really sad, but because you imagine yourself, like you don't just put an offer, you know, you imagine yourself in this place, you're like routing it to all of your mm-hmm. things on the daily and like, um, but it's okay. But really where we wanted to go with this is that uh, we had a very awkward, not awkward, interesting, just a very interesting yeah. conversation with my parents last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought it would be kind of funny to talk about because for anybody that is, um, I guess it has more of a cultural, like fresh FOB off the boat parents, background. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't, how do I say this politically correct? <laughs> but um, yeah, they were they were like, hell no, you're not moving in with anybody. Well, okay, let's start from the top. So like, so was it a plan for David to come and you know talk to your parents? Because I know you guys signed the lease before he ever went and talked to your parents. Yeah, we signed the lease because like back maybe six months ago, yeah, we had a conversation similarly like, hey, like we should move in together, and I was like, David, like my parents will never be like, oh, you have our blessing. Yeah. So um, you know, he had a conversation with my dad, and my dad was basically like. Um, yeah, like, you are basically, like, a joke. I'm so sorry, but he was like, why don't you just propose? Why are you looking for a roommate? I mean, that's, like, any, I guess, dad in that I mean, perspective with that background. I, I, I have to, like, I see where they're coming from, from, like, the FOB parent side, but at the same time, I feel like for this generation, that's not how things work. You know, like, people want to have security and feel security and like feel that they're in the relationship that you know it's long term and every relationship is so different like me and Nishan's relationship is one thing you and David's relationship is another thing and like the next couple is another so like for them if living together is like what they need I feel like parents at least in my opinion should respect it yeah it was actually like a pretty good conversation um as someone already said we signed before we had the conversation just with to them. like you know yeah you just because we're like we just need to like seal this in but um it wasn't that bad it was planned like we already like we're on the phone like count like coaching each other yeah. talking this about is, it this is how it's gonna go like david say this like ariel say this and she's like ah. yeah but it was really chill when it came down to it so um that was interesting but that's you know for I guess anybody that would have parents like mine, I mean, I know Simran does, but that's like yeah. a very, very, very big obstacle to try to overcome. Oh, yeah. Um, but we did it. Yeah. So, okay, I mean, so walk me through this it. conversation, though. Like, I know that there were, like, okay, so I guess not yet walk me through, but like, how did you feel before you went into that conversation? So right before, it was a lot of mixed feelings. It's like, okay, like, if my parents are really, really upset, like, are we going to not do this? Are we not going to follow through? And, um, you know, like, I don't want to necessarily, like, break off a, like, good relationship with my parents over this right now, but, like, I love this guy, and I really want to, like, make this happen. Mm-hmm. And then I'm 25 years old. Like, why am I over here, like, so concerned about what my parents think? But then again, like, okay, like, I do understand why because I was raised that way. And so it, it was, like, ping pong. Dude, yeah, it's because, like, environmentally, we were grown in one one culture, but, like, culturally, we are another. So, it's just, like, it, I feel like that ping pong will forever be there, at least for us. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it will be, but I think it's just a matter of, like, every situation you have to approach differently. Oh, 100%. But, um, and it's also, you know, something that I guess some of my peers that maybe, like, are a little bit more on the conservative side, wouldn't do either. And so I have like a mix of people in my life. Like some of my friends are pretty conservative and they're like, I don't want to have sex before marriage. I don't want to have this before marriage. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, but then there I are respect a lot of people that out there, so yeah. much. And then I'm like, should I have been like that? And then it's just like, 
constantly, but you have to just, I mean, I just told myself, like, I can't keep overthinking everything in my life, or I'm going to sit back and overthink every day, all day. Yeah, so. it's not worth it, and you have to live your life for yourself. You only have one life, and, like, yeah, like, 80, 90, 100 years is, like, seems like a lot, but, like, damn, each day goes by so fast, and by the end of it, you were, you're like, okay, well, I'm 35, and I'm still living it with my parents, so, like... I know, I know, yeah. and that's actually a fear of mine, to just, like, you know, keep like staying at home because it's super comfortable, and then I'm gonna not look even up comfortable, and but be out like, of the fear, at least for me, out of the fear of like them saying something, you know, like oh okay, well this doesn't seem like culturally appropriate. What what are people gonna think? What what's family members gonna think? Like this is not appropriate for our family to see, and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm living my life on a daily basis. Like you come brush my hair every day. You have sex with my boyfriend then. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I know. it's just like, it's to me mentally, I not, I feel like decisions that are that big are just as intrusive as like going into someone's relationship and meddling. So to me, I think it's just as intrusive for like, I don't know, parents to come into relationships as far as like for these bigger decisions, as much as it is for, you know, other people to come into relationships as far as, like, infidelity or X, Y, Z, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. For big decisions like that, I just don't think it's appropriate for parents to, like, especially parents in older generations to say one thing when, like, the kids have been, yes, culturally brought up the same, but environmentally brought up different. Yeah, absolutely. So there's that. But, so we talked a little bit about how you were feeling before. So walk me through about how you were feeling during the conversation. Like David sitting right next to you with your mom, with your dad. You're having Dude, sweets. I don't you're having know coffee. About anybody. Yeah. So like we had our like you know like we whatever we ordered pizza. My mom made some stuff. We we're keeping Ooh. it casual. It's like a Tuesday, and uh, you know drinking a little bit. And then um, it was just funny because it was like this moment where it's like David and I like knew it's about to come, and I was just sitting there awkwardly. And I don't know about you guys, but like in an awkward situation, my go-to thing is to laugh. So I start like <laughs> laugh, like I don't know, I'm just like fuck, like I, uh, I'm so awkward. And your mom's probably like, <laughs> yes, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like, so he just kind of you know, it's so awkward actually because he starts. It's like well. One of the reasons I came here today as well, <laughs> outside, to, to just drink with you guys and eat, is that... He uh, said that? No, but oh, it's yeah. like, I was like, it's basically, he might as well... Say. And then he goes, is to talk to you about Ariel and I. And it's like, he totally <gasps> oh, posted it where he was like, I want to marry your daughter. But then he's like, I want to move in with your daughter. And it's just so, funny. Um, I want to lay your daughter first <laughs> and then put a ring on then it. Then we'll consider it. And so it's just funny because, like, the way my parents think, especially my dad, is like, so ring or no ring, homeboy. But, um, <laughs> homeboy. Homeboy. <laughs> my boy. Come my on. Boy. But it was good. Like, in the middle of the conversation, like, I definitely let him talk a lot more because, like, it's not like my parents didn't know it was coming. I obviously, like, prepped them. Like, that's the nicest thing I could possibly do for David is, like, oh, you talk prepped to them? them before. That's yeah. nice. No, I did. I mean, I wasn't just going to, like, blindside them or him, you know? That's fair. Um, I'm pretty sure. I do that a lot with my parents. Yeah, I have ended well. (laughs) No, I totally prepped them. No, no, I'm saying Um, I don't prep my parents. (laughs) No, dude, because I feel like with, like, my dad, you have to, like, massage the subject in for, like, a week, you know? It's, like, soak, soak in, soak in. Um, So he doesn't explode at the time of. Yeah, because I think he wouldn't, like, I don't think... I think for any parent that's like that, like, would ever just take it well, like, on the spot. You know, you have to, like, let it soak for, like, marinate. That's fair. That's fair. It's got to marinate for a week. Um, But, 
I mean, it was good. Um, but yeah, like in the conversation, I was just feeling like kind of like giggly because it's like whatever. And then, um, but over some time, you know, I contributed a little bit to it. And it's not like they ended and they were like, you have our blessing, young one. But they were like, okay, like we don't agree with it. But like we raised Ariel to, you know, I guess make her own decisions. And um, we can't stop her. And it kind of just ended on that note. So it was not like, oh, like we agree with it. But it was like, okay, like, you know, grown adult. we can't stop you. Yeah. And that we also hope you guys come to a conclusion quickly. That was yeah. actually another part of the ending. Like but. get proposed. Like this is what I mean. Every episode we do this every time. David, I'm going to call you out <laughs> no, again. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> he, first of all, he doesn't even listen. Yeah, he so doesn't yeah, listen. Go ahead. <laughs> Neither of our fiancés slash boyfriends slash hope to be fiancés like listen. So like, I mean, listen, if you guys ever do listen David, this was the time. Maybe you'll listen in the future when it's already done, and then you'll go back and you'll be like, wow, I, I should have done this sooner. I know. But, or it could be like, we're broken now no. for 15 years. He watches this episode. He's like, oh, shit. That's the one that got away. Uh, honestly, it will, he, he's smarter than that. He's, he, won't, he won't ever let it go. Um, but regardless. But yeah, so, you know, today I woke up and actually felt really good. Yeah. Um, you know, the rest of the night was, like, we ended up smoking cigars and, like, drinking and just kind of, like, chilling. With um, your parents and him? Yeah. Oof. And it was normal. Like, it was normal. Like, we just kind of, like, dropped it almost. Like, we just didn't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. So, it was good, but that's kind of the update. So, what's happening in two weeks? We're going on a little trip coming up, and then after we Ariel's back, going to New York! Yeah, anybody in New York, hit me up. Um, but after that, we're just going to come back and we go straight into it. So it's going to be fun. Um, I was even going to preface our next episode is going to be a truth or drink. So guys, just wait yes, for it. You guys. Like, yes. So we ordered this truth or drink episode. It's been in the works for I don't know how long now. But yeah, for anybody that follows the Bay Bar, we posted it on Instagram and I was like, stay tuned. And yeah, it's and been like two months. I'm I know. so sorry. We just literally have not been able to get together and actually film an episode where we have the evening completely off and no work the next day. So uh, we're going to do it. <laughs> I know. We keep telling ourselves like, Dude, I mean, we love you guys and we want to be transparent, of course. What it, What is it that we do? Um, what? Wait, what is it we do? What are you talking about? Transparent conversations? No, uncensored Uncensored! I don't even know my shit. <laughs> okay, uncensored topics, but honestly, I feel like I haven't opened the box yet, but as I'm Dude, waiting, I, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm like literally thinking like, what the fuck is this game going to ask? Like, honestly, I know. One day we want to, maybe one day or maybe like this, a little bit sprinkled into this truth or drink, I want to have the boys write some like juicy questions for us. And then they'll probably, so like the way that we have this studio setup is there are like some like chairs like literally theater chairs set up right behind the camera so maybe we'll have the boys like sit it behind and kind of like laugh with us and enjoy the time so I think yeah. it would be fun I think it's gonna be a good time I'm really excited for the game I've like heard a lot of people enjoy it but I refuse to do it without you first uh, no, no, no. I mean like, of course dude so but regardless so obviously I asked how you felt before how you felt during and now I have to ask you Babe, how do you feel after? I feel so happy. I feel like I want to drink to it. <laughs> well, cheers. Cheers. I feel so bad drinking every time, guys, by the way, when we're what? on this episode. Because it's like, 
I really genuinely feel like we're talking to you like right now, but we're like looking at a camera and we're enjoying this amazing drink and you guys need to try it. Please Honestly, just drink with comments. us. Like, yes. I, you gotta, you just gotta drink with us. I feel like that's where that is. Yeah. Before you start listening to our episodes, we always love pour out a drink. Yeah. Seriously. seriously. Even if you're in the car at 8 a.m. just, you know, to go. Have a coffee. You know, if you're joining us with at 8 a.m. with Kahlua, <laughs> with fucking Bailey's, like imagine. <laughs> But if you're joining us at 8 a.m. thing or 8 a.m., 6 a.m., whenever the fuck you're joining us, thank you. We really do appreciate it. But answer my question, bitch. Like, how you feel after? Dude, really good. Like, on the real, like, I just feel like um, communication is very important for me and that I did that. And I, like, oh, yeah. kind of, it does kind of feel like a check mark on the box. Hell yeah. Which is You're good. doing life. I feel like you're actually, like, a young adult, like, making moves, I moving know. into an apartment. Like but we have, so, you know, one thing that's interesting for everybody to hear is, like, we have two very different situations here. Oh, yeah. I'm not even, you know, engaged. It's a boyfriend, um, which is normal, whatever. But, like, I'm moving in with him, you know? And Simran has been engaged now for over a year. Yeah, has been dating a year, Nishan. Almost two years now. Yeah. Yeah, we've been engaged now almost two years. We've been dating for almost six years. And I feel like that is just a conversation in itself. I feel like for us moving in and, like, just that whole thing is interesting. Because initially we were planning on getting a house. I ended up getting a job. I, it was great. The company just completely dissolved. Like, honestly, my path right now is just so, like, insane. Like, after coming out of med school, like, I have, like, picked myself up all the way up to the top and then completely, like, came all the way back to the bottom now twice. I do not agree. No, no, not mentally. I'm not not talking about mentally. I'm talking literally physically with jobs. Well, I think that you are also getting an experience that you can only get by just being in the weeds. Like, sometimes you just have to be in the mess. Like, you know, you just have to be, like, in the weeds, making it happen, winging it, and it's going to come. But, like, I feel like every experience you're going through right now. So tell, like, some people, I guess, like, you know, I know it hasn't been that long since you've left medical school, but... Like, what is it kind of looking like now? For anybody that maybe quit medical school, yeah. like, a week ago, where where are you at, like, a few Yeah, leave later? the comment below wherever you guys are at. And so, kind of going into that, so, yeah, kind of going into that, like, there's just a lot that has gone on. And I feel like, honestly, it's, like, so much to talk about, like, just even in this episode. Like, I would gladly, like, I feel like I should do an update, at least on, like, how I am out of medical school maybe like eight or nine months but right now it's only been like what four months but what has like Like what has these last four months looked like like dude definitely we should check in in like a few few more months but right now it's like the midpoint to the first check-in yeah um it's looking mentally really really good like as far as like actually leaving that like whole environment and I don't know I like I said from the get-go I'm a very spontaneous person and I felt like I had my life signed away until I was 70 and I had four years to die and I just didn't want to do that anymore and so mentally I'm in a much better place than I was before but physically like okay I've been going to the gym a lot and like that's a different story I'm not talking about physically like in the gym I'm talking physically like with jobs in hand and stuff I've gone through, like, at least, I want to say, 20 interviews, and all of them have been really, like, good. Killed it. Whatever. I got a job, and then I ended up leaving the job because the guy was, like, really verbally abusive, 
And then I was like off for two months because A, like it takes time to find a job. And then I got another job and I'm not going to name the company because I just, I'm not that type of person to, you know, exploit or expose or whatever that like negativity, but pretty much just out of the random, mind you, I started this job last Monday. We are now like just the next Wednesday and she was like, oh, I need to go to the hospital and, and then fired me like for no reason at all. And Ariel seen the email, like there was no logical reason as to why. And I mean, like, I'm grateful she paid me for like the week and two days that I worked, but like, I never even got a response back from why she like, you know, let like, let me go or whatever. I love constructive criticism by all means. And like, I love to be able to learn from my mistakes. And I honestly felt like I didn't have mistakes, but also I feel like if I did have mistakes, your communication was just terrible. So I couldn't even like, you know, I couldn't even learn. Regardless, I worked with her for a week and now I'm fully unemployed again. And so it's just kind of like men, like physically been a challenge, I guess physically and mentally been a challenge in that department, but mentally like apart from like job search, I've been so much better. Yeah. Because like, I've been actually trying to like not actually trying but like actually doing exactly what I want to do I'm finally trying to like you know create these creativity type of things like we have a fucking podcast like that's insane I pitched this idea or I guess we kind of came up with this idea in the bathroom simmering but yes dude but like that was like months before I left medical school that was when I was just came back and the pandemic has just started and like the pandemic wasn't even super serious so we like got together and that was that was it like I pitched it to her then and then all of a sudden like months later we're here and I finally have a YouTube channel that I'm actually able to pursue and I know a lot of these things may seem like silly or like oh my gosh content is so oversaturated in like on youtube and instagram and whatever but like it's just something that i'm so passionate about just because like there were so many years that i watched the same youtubers and followed the same instagrammers and they got me through so many dark times just watching their families and watching their personality grow and it gave me the strength and courage to move on and it gave me an entertainment and a source of like happiness that i could like you know, rely on, like, if they were posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like, bitch, I'm gonna be there at, like, 11 a.m. when they post, so I just, I want to be able to give that same entertainment and that same content and happiness as some people did to me, so here I am, kind of fulfilling my dream, so mentally in that department, I'm doing fucking fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah, and the good thing is that, you know, mentally is a lot harder to get somewhere than with a job, like, a job, unfortunately, I hate to say it, unless I guess you're a doctor, but like, whatever. Yeah. It's very replaceable. You know, oh, like, I'm in the same, um, I guess, department as where Simran is at right now, job-wise, like marketing, sales, you know, like just more of a general, like advertising, like mm-hmm. that kind of a field is replaceable. There's so very. many jobs out there that you can just get a next one. Mm-hmm. Um, Take it from me. I've been, I've gone on and gone off within yeah. four months. Yeah, but you know, mentally is a lot harder to accomplish getting places. So I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thanks, bitch. Of Honestly, course. like I, I am proud of myself. But yesterday, when I actually did get laid off, it was a rough day. Take it from Ariel, like I was not, not in a good place. But you know, I don't blame you for that. But the like, just even in like 24 hours, how she overcame that was incredible. So. Um, I'm really proud of you. Thanks, dude. Of course. I I appreciate it. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I would say from my perspective, watching you, it was the best decision you could have ever made. Oh, 100%. Even like through these experiences, which have been crazy, but yeah, like so, even so through insane. that, I think it's been worth it. 100%. I like would not like as much as I want to say like, oh yeah, I, you know, I miss like <laughs> medical school and blah, 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 blah. Bitch, I don't like, I'm so glad that I'm not in it. Like more props to the friends that I still have in school. I love you guys. I wish you all the best. I hope block three went really well because I know block three just passed and forever or no, I guess block three would have passed three weeks ago when this video comes out, but like, I hope finals go well because they're probably gonna listen to this around finals time. But regardless, more power to you. I'm so proud of you. It was just not for me. Tito's man is really proud of you guys too. <laughs> That's the drink talking. Just kidding. <laughs> regardless, we are so happy that you guys were able to join us for this episode. Thank you guys. For the re talking about like just the realness of moving out and kind of my check-in on dropping out of medical school. And we appreciate you being here with us. Again, if you are a, uh, what is it, an audio only, check us out on YouTube. We are audio and video at the dot babe bar. The? Babe bar. I was like, bitch, you took my line. Sorry, sorry, bitch, sorry, bitch. Um, at the babe bar. <laughs> Excuse me. It's the period. That's your line. The dot <laughs> but yes thank you so much thank for you guys watching for and get excited for our truth or drink next episode we'll see y'all next week bye, bye.